back to the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Shout out to Wingstop for sponsoring us every day. So thank you, Wingstop. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, Rico, you're eating some Wingstop there, are you? I am. Nick gave me some, and I appreciate Nick for doing that. <laughs> shout out to Nick as well. And shout out to uh, you guys for uh, talking with us here. You're, you're starting to turn against us, uh, I, I've seen in the comments. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Den, Paul, Den Jack Paulson says, just remove the chat if you guys aren't going to respond to it ever. All right, all right, all right. He wants Maurice Purify to be notified, and, and he should Look, be. I love Purify, Mar- I love Maurice Purify, but we're not, no. What? We're not putting Maurice Purify up there. Why? If you're going to put, who was your third Stanley? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The only thousand-yard receiver in Nebraska numbers? history. Yeah. That. What else are we gonna do? How about the, what's the biggest catch of Stanley's career? Did it uh, win the Big Twelve North, Rico? <laughs> <laughs> no, because he didn't oh, play like, in the Big Twelve. You, oh, you like stats, but you don't like. Yeah, yeah. JD Spielman got a okay, bunch of stats. Okay, what's the biggest catch of Kenny's career? Oh, I'm sorry. The biggest <laughs> moment of his career is a block that made that that nullified a touchdown in yeah. a blowout loss. Hey, Kenny Bell is definitely, he'd probably be my third. Quincy Inunua has the biggest catch out of all the guys. Well, not the, out of all the guys we've mentioned, but out, yeah. of the, out of the most recent guys we've mentioned, he has the biggest catch. The 99-yard yeah. catch? Yeah, I, I could put that up there. Westercamp? Westercamp's got he has multiple maybe catches. the biggest catch. <laughs> he yeah. has multiple catches. <laughs> the Hail Mary probably sticks out. He also, behind the back one was nice. He also has a block on the McNeese State run. Oh, yeah. Who's down the field through a block <laughs> that that kept Amir Abdullah able to run into the end zone? So, Jordan Westerkamp, in terms of all around, yeah, he's the best. That's what I'm saying, though. There's like if if, if you get past Johnny Rogers and Irving Fryer, which Heisman Trophy winner and first pick overall, yep. it's like okay, huge drop hard off. To, yeah, hard, to, <laughs> yeah, hard to argue with so that one. Those are the top two. Uh, and then that number three, it's really open for debate whether you want to go with stats, big time catches, mm-hmm. how they would have translated, um, you know, to a passing offense. Um, and I, but I think Trey Palmer, if he puts a, just one season together, could be up there. Um, I don't know if that's, it, it, you know, it, 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 you kind of just got to let it play out. I don't know if that's the, the case yet, but he certainly has like 237, and and then even more. The 60-yard run. You know, this was not a fluke, like somehow the quarterback's doing most of the work. This is Trey Palmer. So I was upset on that 60-yard run. Um, because First off, he didn't score. Not mad at him. Yeah. Um, if you watch, he had three offensive linemen in front of him. There was a, a safety. It was the really one one person. Nice, yeah. one, one person, a safety. They didn't block him, and he forced Trey Palmer to run out of bounds. Yeah. If they would have just pushed him, you're you're bigger than him. Get in the way and push him into the middle of the field. They didn't do that, and he forced Ray Palmer out of bounds. He should have scored on that run easily. They might not have executed perfectly on that, but I will say this. I was pretty excited. There's very few times the blocking has gone well for Nebraska. That went really well. That one was like the there was blocking three on the outside, blockers. Yeah. The receivers blocking on the outside? Mm, chef's kiss. It looked very nice. It was gorgeous. Also, uh, we decided to look up more stats, and I got very angry during the break. So uh, I know we're going to talk about Trey Palmer, and this is kind of a kind of a maybe a little segue into Trey Palmer. But uh, Nebraska has a top twenty-five. And this is in terms of of yards, passing yards, a top twenty-five quarterback. In terms of rushing yards, a top fifteen running back, and in terms of receiving yards, the number one receiver in the nation. They are three and four. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait, there's something wrong with this recipe. Uh, if they were, and th- like this, I, I don't want to take shots at anybody. I don't mean this in a rude way, but I mean this in a way that, like, 
look, there's so many things that could be going right for this this Huskers team. If they had an average defense, if they had if they had just kind of the defense, kind of the defense that showed up against Indiana and Rutgers, and if they had an average offensive line, the offensive line that you see from time to time during games, yeah, they could be really good. You would think so. I'm not going to say undefeated. They probably still have a loss or two, <laughs> but they're not three and four. And how about all those guys out of the transfer portal? These are all first year guys at as far at, at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. These are all guys that were at a different school last year. Yeah, and it's crazy. One of them was at a junior college. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about uh, Casey Thompson? I know that that's starting to be people have flipped on a him. Discussion. People are flipping on him. <laughs> people have flipped on him. People uh, have. It took two. It took what? Two the wide half? open miss in the end zone was probably took, when, that, that what one happened. Hurt. That yeah. one hurt. It took two and a half years for people to flip on Adrian. It took yeah. seven games for them to flip on Casey. Well, it's interesting. He's he's interception prone more so at Nebraska than he was at Texas. And there was the Texas, uh, you know, kind of the argument where well, the Texas line was bad too. And mm-hmm. well, now he's seen a bad line. Now you got to see what it is to yeah. work with a bad line. Um, even more so than Texas. I'm not saying Texas's was great last year. Theirs was bad, but he had nine interceptions last season. He's got eight now. Mm-hmm. He's well, just don't throw another one. A few more games, yeah. Uh, and I just feel like that's kind of I, I. I've said this all along, and it's just kind of watching him. Um, you know, whether it was the 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 highlights at Texas or watching him throughout his time at Nebraska. He's just kind of up and down. He's a streaky quarterback. If mm-hmm. he gets if he gets things going, he can fit it on a dime, and he's you know he'll chuck it deep. Um, but you know, there's also times where he just maybe gets in his own head, gets you know gets worried about you know it's probably injuries to be quite I was, honest. I was with gonna you. say, could it could it possibly the fact that he's getting hit every single yeah. time and that includes his time at Texas? Again, not a great offensive line. He was getting hit a lot. Uh, it could be the fact that his body is breaking down as the season goes on. So you know, maybe his throws aren't as crisp. Maybe they're not as as accurate as they were at the beginning of the season. He's still throwing some beautiful passes, but you know, as the game goes on. You miss a couple a couple passes that maybe you were able to hit earlier in the game. You know you're you're not as quick getting out of the pocket. You're not as quick, you know, just just dodging those tackles because your body is is just you know feels like you're you should be just laying on the floor, laying on the field, just not getting up. Because look, man, there was at one point I believe it was the second quarter he got hit from behind. And just got like folded over. Like I'm pretty sure his face hit his knees. Was well, his face the, mask the free hit his runner? knees? Nobody picked up. Uh, yeah, the the linebacker. Yeah, yeah, and his his face mask hit his knees. Like he was bent over like a lawn chair. And I was like, I don't know how he's coming. And he and he was right back in right back in the puddle. Like it's it's amazing how he's able to bounce back from some of the hits that he's taking. Um, and I understand, you know, they were trying something new on the offensive line, but it's. I don't un- I don't I honestly don't know how it can get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> like that there was a two free his long run in the third quarter fourth quarter yeah. both of the defensive ends came untied like maybe the the tackles got a finger on they ran they ran into each other. That's how free they yeah. were. <laughs> yeah. They just ran right around the tackles. They ran right around them and we're going to, and and if if Casey doesn't step up in the pocket, he's he's a sandwich. He's done. Yeah. Yeah, I, he's not coming back in the game after oh, that. Yeah. Steps up in the pocket. The defensive ends ram into each other, and he you know gets the long run. Like it's it's. But just... he runs for thirty one yards and finishes the game with negative one yard still or whatever it was. Yeah, 
That's, I mean, he is getting shellacked back there. So I do understand that. And I, I did want to get kind of a, a feel for you guys and what you're kind of feeling there. Uh, Ray 10 and two says all guys that were developed by a different coach kind of pointing out the, you know, the guys we were talking about that highlighted there in the statistics. Uh, of course, uh, Casey Thompson and Anthony Grant and, uh, and one of Palmer. them was, one of them was developed by your current head coach. Kind of Trey Palmer. Kind, yeah. What I do you mean, kind of? He was at LSU with him. <laughs> he was developed by him. I suppose that's true. Yeah, that was one of them was developed by your current head coach. <laughs> the number one receiver in the nation in terms of receiving yards was developed by your current head coach. I, yeah, the other two, yeah, that's actually a pretty good point. The yeah. other two developed by other coaches. <laughs> sure, I'll give you that. Yeah. So you know, whatever. Well, I think he was more taking the shot at, at Frost than uh, than the current situation. But yeah, and it it is true. It, it deserves uh, some some talk there. Uh, Thomas and Lincoln says love Casey Tom- uh, Thompson. Hook 'em horns. Ooh. Yeah, Thomas is like a double agent. Yikes! I don't understand Thomas. <laughs> uh, Dusty says, "How would the offense look if we had a decent offensive line?" Uh, I think a lot of people would love to see that. Um, Downtown Scott says the same thing. Can't blame Casey at anything for anything. At this point, though, O line can take all the blame. You, I, you. So he's not completely blameless. There are some interceptions that are his fault. There are some some overthrows, some underthrows, some some. There are some things that are his fault, and he would take he would take the blame for that as well. Not everything is his fault. Not everything is the offensive line's fault. You know, not everything is 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 one person's fault. But everybody everybody shares the blame. But it's mostly the offensive line's fault. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're saying that, it's also mostly the offensive line fault. Um, it would, uh, it is, but I mean, that was part of, I think, what Casey Thompson had to see coming in. When you choose your tr- your school to transfer, you better look at that offensive line. And mm-hmm. He probably knew he was going to be have to take a few shots this year. At least he he should have been knowing that. So uh, we'll uh, we'll continue talking about this. The the 237 for Trey Palmer, uh, pretty miraculous stuff. And I don't want it to get overshadowed. 297 total. Like I was saying, reminds me a little bit of a 300 yard game from Roy Halo. If you guys can think of any other games that were single handedly dominated by one player that much, by a Husker player, helps when Nebraska wins. Yeah, not yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't give don't, us Melvin Gordon. I know who you're thinking. <laughs> Let us know four zero two four six four five six eight five on the Starter Heyman text line. We'll be back with that stuff and more coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler. <laughs> 